You're listening to Menders with clinical psychologist and leadership consultant, Dr. Nicola DePaul. Each week, get a dose of real-world inspiration from free-thinking leaders, top clinicians, healthcare innovators, and myself. Looking for quick fixes or standard management tools? Try someplace else. Motivated to maximize the resilience and diversity of your team? Sustain your momentum as a leader and transform your healthcare system? Welcome to Menders. Today, I'm really excited to talk with you about maximizing leadership buy-in. Why? Well, because if we don't start here, we're not going to get very far when it comes to taking care of our employees, promoting employee well-being, and transforming our healthcare systems. So this is so foundational. It's also one of the elements that I see leadership teams really getting tripped up by. And I think there are a few reasons for that. So the first reason, you know, it's so easy and so human for us to just assume that our leadership teams are fully on board with us when we make a change. And oftentimes they seem to be on board or people even say that they're on board, but it's not always true when you really dig into it. Or there are members of our team or our leadership team who we just haven't always thought to ask because they're less visible or less obvious. And so it's really important when we think about maximizing leadership buy-in and starting to approach healthcare transformation that we're thinking really broadly So I think most people are pretty clear on their own team. So whoever's on your immediate team, but I guess I would love to just remind you to take a moment and think about who's missing. Who else is there on my team who I need to be thinking about? Maybe it's executive leaders above you. Maybe it's your board of directors. Maybe it's frontline supervisors below you. So all kinds of different disciplines and there's, you know, are important to think about. And we need to be thinking about every level of leadership and engaging all of those folks in order to be really making sustainable transformation. Hey, Menders, if you're listening to this and you're a healthcare leader struggling to get a handle on the metrics that matter and you're motivated to improve employee engagement, workplace satisfaction, and overall well-being, listen up. Whether you have a tiny system or a large, complex department, there is a clear path you can take to go from burnout culture to cultural renewal. Go to MendingHealthSystems.com to check out my organizational well-being assessment. This mini course will walk you through an organizational self-evaluation that will help you identify your next steps to boost organizational well-being today. So pause this episode and head to MendingHealthSystems.com right now. So I wanted to just share a quick story. 
Um, maybe to illustrate a little bit more about why this is important. So I'd been invited to work with a team, a leadership team to create transformation within their healthcare system. And I met with the, the head of the team and she was just delightful. So thrilled to have me on board, um, shared a bit about her team and wow, like definitely a crackerjack, um, amazing team of folks who were working with her on this team to create transformation. And then I, you know, had the first meeting with her and her team. Everything seemed awesome. People seemed very engaged. And then I got a phone call. So I can't remember if it was the same day or maybe the next day after this first meeting with the whole team. And one of the team members basically said, Hey, hold on. I'm not comfortable with this. I'm not on board. I I don't know what we're doing. I thought we were going to do, you know, some, you know, something in particular in terms of creating transformation within our system. Um, what you're sharing is a little bit different from what I had in mind. I didn't actually know we were even bringing in someone from the outside. I thought this was my projects, you know, so all, all of these kinds of concerns. And I was flabbergasted. And I, I probably shouldn't have been, but I just had fallen into that trap of assuming that the whole team was on board because it was so clear to me that the team leader was on board and everybody else looked like they were on board, but I hadn't taken the time to make sure that that was true. And, you know, luckily, end of this particular story, the team member, the team leader, you know, everybody got together without me. They talked things through. They made a decision. And ultimately, you know, they did all agree to be, you know, on board, collaborating, decided they were comfortable with moving forward. But they had to take the time to take that step back, to get on the same page, to develop a common language for what was going on and to develop a common vision for how to move forward and how to address their concerns from a shared and collaborative way. So I share this story because I think it's it's common for leaders to get caught in that trap of seeing their people as being on board when they're not. And maybe they don't need that much to get on board, but they do need us to slow down to ask the questions, to ask, hey, how do you feel about this? Is this a change you're comfortable making? Are you ready to move forward? What can I do to help you feel comfortable? Do we need to pause? Do we need to step back? What are your goals and values? So asking those questions creates space for collaboration and create space for leaders at different levels to get on board. So I wanted to share another story that I think illustrates why this is really important. So relatively recently, I was invited to put on a retreat for leaders. Uh, they were all primary care I guess, primary care leaders, um, but represented, you know, every discipline that you can imagine being embedded into primary care. We had physicians, nurse practitioners, occupational therapists, chiropractors, 
um, nurses, mental health folks. It was just absolutely everybody, a really spectacular group. So about 50 people and they were invited to come together to have this retreat. And these leaders were senior leaders from, you know, a whole region of a large healthcare system. So they represented several states. There were definitely cultural differences between them. And they came together to really get on the same page. And it was so beautiful that their executive valued this. So she brought them together. And I think what she said to me was something like, my dream or my vision is that we take this time out and we care for our leaders because they are exhausted. COVID has been tough. They need to be replenished. And I want to bring them together so that they can connect, be reminded that they are not alone, and then move forward collaboratively as a team. And these particular folks were not going to be working together on a daily basis as a team, but they represented a team for this large region for this healthcare system. And the executive leader wanted to see them on the same page, sharing a common language, being able to talk about how they were doing, how, you know, how they'd survived or gotten through COVID, what they were still really struggling with and what they needed. And so when we came together, we created space for people to share their values, share their why, share their ideas, get on the same page, and created space for them to feel cared for. So, and some of the things that we did to get them on board might seem really basic, but what we did was we walked them through an exercise to identify their core values. And then we moved forward and we talked about burnout and we acknowledged these might be things that you're struggling with. What is your reality? And they had time and space to share their reality. And they shared things that they needed. You know, I don't know how to set boundaries with my team. I don't know how to ask for what I need. I tend to do too much. I push myself. I sacrifice myself. I care for my team. I care for them first. And I don't know how to kind of reorient or balance things. I don't know how to deal with conflict on my team. I'm feeling kind of overwhelmed by this. I don't know how to manage things that are outside of my control. I care so much for my people, but I'm not sure how to address their needs and concerns right now because some of the things they need are things that I can't give them. More time with patients, fewer patients. I just, I can't do that. There are national mandates. So creating space allowed us to kind of take that big picture view, get them on board, and then, you know, look at those real challenges getting in the way, or at least that they perceived as getting in the way of change and transformation. And then Once we were on board, then we were able to move into a creative space. So how can we address these challenges, but think of them as projects 
or things that we can collaboratively look at and work on together to move forward. What would it look like if nothing changed, but we were able to change how we experience the system? Or what would it look like if we created some simple, seemingly simple changes, but that allowed for connection or distributed breaks differently, or made sure that everybody was given a level load for the day or for the week? Could we move in this direction that creates sustainability for our people? And can we do that creatively? So those leaders were really able to move from a place of frustration, exhaustion, fatigue into creativity because they had the time to be together, to think through these concerns and challenges, and then to get to a place where they were able to engage in problem solving collaboratively and within community. So my encouragement to you is to take the time that you need to maximize leadership buy-in. And you might, you know, like many leaders who've gone before you think that your team is on board, but I would encourage you whether or not you feel like they're on board, take the time and actually ask. You might be surprised by what you hear. A leader who I worked with recently has sat down with all of the leaders that she supervises. So nursing leaders, um, medical directors, administrative supervisors sat down with each of them as groups or as disciplines and said, what do you need? How can I support you? And I think the response has been surprising in terms of some things that they need are so simple and also so encouraging and so empowering because these leaders were able to say, Hey, all I need some ways is your presence and your willingness to listen. And when I've got your ear, I feel like I can move forward and ask for those maybe trickier things that I need. So powerful. So take time to ask your teams, your leaders, what do you need? Make sure everybody is at the table. Nobody's not represented. And work together to develop a common language to describe your challenges, the systemic nature of what's going on, and get to that place of creativity where you've got your team engaged and they're willing to dig in and do the work because they know that you have got their back. Thank you for listening to Menders. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to subscribe, leave a review, and share this episode with a friend. And don't forget to head on over to MendingHealthSystems.com to get started creating cultural transformation for your healthcare team today. Let's create transformation magic.